Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning. Welcome into the show. Bill Ryder with you on this Tuesday. Thank you for being here on CBS Sports Radio. CJ Nikowski is a longtime former big league pitcher, Texas Rangers TV analyst, MLB Network radio host over on Sirius XM. He's on Twitter at CJ Nikowski, and he's a busy dude, which makes it very cool of him to make some time right now, right here on this show. CJ, what's up, pal? Uh, not too much, Bill. How you been? Good, buddy. Good. Good to hear your voice. Thanks for for squeezing us in. A lot of Of news out of the the team you cover every day. Obviously, Max Scherzer, Jordan Montgomery coming in. What do you make of the aggression and the moves for Texas? Um, We love seeing it. Obviously, everybody uh, in Ranger Nation is really excited about it. You know, depth has become really important to them. They lost Jacob deGrom. Uh, They lost Jake Odorizzi. Jake Odorizzi came in kind of as a depth piece and got hurt before the season started out for the year. Those are two big pieces uh, to lose, and I think they also understood that with Nate Evaldi, who's been fantastic, uh, thinking about Andrew Heaney's been pretty good, John Gray, all guys that went on the IL last year uh, and missed some you know, significant time, um, and so they anticipated that likely would be the case, and so they wanted to build into that depth a little bit more, but not just any depth pieces, like some difference makers, and Scherzer and Montgomery certainly uh, are those guys. And so lengthening out, lengthening out the rotation um, certainly was a priority for them. Uh, the bullpen has been as well as they've added two arms in Chapman and Stratton. Perhaps they add uh, even one more. Uh, but they really do like the offense. The offense has been great all year long. Uh, right now you have Jonah Heim and, and Corey Seager on the IL, but these moves were about making sure they had the depth to hang on, right? They haven't won a division. It's been a long time. haven't been to the postseason in a while. This is my seventh year uh, working for this team and covering them on the TV side, and they've been a sub-500 team every year I've been there. And so they started to really kind of put the resources forward the last two years, and they sensed the opportunity. The Astros are still really good, but they're not the juggernaut they've once been. And so they have been in first place since May 5th. They want to hold on to that and not just get there, uh, but make a run in the postseason. And these moves are about trying to make that run. CJ, the, the AL West is, is really good. I mean, there are four really good really good teams in, in that division. You, you mentioned Houston. Seattle is, is, what, four or five games over 500. The Angels have obviously played well and been in the headlines a lot. Now, the talk sort of nationally and here is whether or not the Angels should have moved on from Shohei Otani. They've obviously decided not to, not to sort of cash in. For for folks in Texas, was there a hope that they would go the opposite route and just move on from Shohei Otani to take away one of those threats, or, or were they not taking that seriously as a threat to what the Rangers want to do when all that conversation was, was taking place about Otani's future? So I don't think anybody's feelings would have been hurt if they and- moved Shohei Otani outside uh, of the division. I don't know if people really thought it was a possibility. It was really fun to talk about. Uh, but I believe if they were going to do it, that last year was to do it, the year to do it for the Angels, right, where you have a team that is willing to make the investment necessary 
to acquire Shohei Otani and knowing that they were going to have him for more than just two months. Uh, it didn't happen. I really didn't. I wasn't overly optimistic he was going to get moved this year despite how they were just kind of hanging in there and dealing with some other injuries. Uh, guys like Mike Trout and Anthony Rendon, really key pieces. Uh, I never sensed that for Perry Manazzi and the general manager uh, with the Angels that he was going to wave the white flag and move on. He's just he's too difficult of a guy to try to trade. There are so many factors that go along with him that are, there's no other player uh, like him, not just the fact that he does both, and that alone makes it really difficult to try to match up uh, in a trade, but he is a true revenue generator for a team. And trying to pinpoint that down, and what does that mean for somebody for two months? What would the loss actually be for the Angels um, for a couple of months? There's sponsorships that come along with Shohei Otani uh, in your ballpark, an influx of fans uh, in an entire country in Japan now watching your games and trying to put a market value on that and match up in a trade, I think is a really difficult thing to do. And the Angels just were not interested in doing it. Um, as much as it's a more, you know, it's another team, as you mentioned, that's involved for the Rangers and another potential challenge, I think it is good bigger picture for baseball that he has stayed there uh, that they're going forth that they're trying to uh, get themselves into the postseason so uh, I don't think anybody's feelings are hurt Um, it certainly would have been exciting but at the same time trying to match up with Shohei Otani and the Angels for a trade that actually made sense where uh, they felt like they were getting at least equal value felt like a near impossibility to me. CJ Nikowski it's a great point about the business aspect because I live in Manhattan Beach which is basically equal distance to it's pretty good, right? It's nice. Uh, it's it's okay. <laughs> uh, it, it's also it, on top of being awesome. It's equal distance, more or less, to Dodger Stadium and, and going to see an Angels game. And we've always gone to Dodgers games. And my son Henry is eleven, and he wanted to go to an Angels game this year because he wanted to see Shohei. We saw him play. He bought his jersey. Now now he wants to go back. And so it's, we're one family. But to your point, yeah. he is. He's 100% a pull for those of us that are not necessarily Dodgers fans but tend to toward Dodgers games where, where we spend our money. C.J. Nikowski here on, uh, here on the show. So, so there's, there's pressure on the Angels if they, can, if they can withstand it and if they can be successful to try and win, to try and keep Shohei Otani. And obviously the, the Astros are closer to the Rangers than, than the Angels and have a, mm-hmm. a, a track, record of, track record of success. Any expectations that they'll try to, to some degree in the next few hours before the trade deadline – at 6 Eastern today, try to keep up with or, or match what Texas has done and, and, and be buyers to some degree today. Yeah, you talking about the Angels buying? I think yes. Yeah. I think absolutely or uh, they are scouring and looking around. They've already been uh, somewhat aggressive. That's one of the things, if you're an Angel fan, that you have to like about this new leadership is that they're not afraid. And watching these last couple of years and the roster moves that they have made and adding pitching, being aggressive with their first-round picks, right? I mean, looking at a guy like Neto, who was their first-round pick last year, and has already become their regular shortstop and has been impactful. Not a lot of teams are willing to take those chances. So even within the organization, uh, they have taken chances, and absolutely I believe that they'll uh, look to add. Uh, they've already done it uh, a little bit here with um, the lineup and arms, and I think that probably uh, continues. At least the conversations continue. Whether or not they actually pull something off, uh, we will see. It's been a little bit of a disappointment for them um, in the rotation. I actually like their team on paper, uh, but already bringing in now Lucas Giolito to go with Shohei Otani and you get a little bit more out of Tyler Anderson. He hasn't quite been the same as he was a year ago when they brought him in uh, from the Dodgers, Reed Detmers. Like they probably have enough there if everyone does what they need to do. Um, but a bullpen arm, I think, would probably make everybody feel a little bit more comfortable. I think Grichik uh, added to the lineup with C.J. Crone is probably all they're going to do offensively. Um, but I no doubt that they will be working the phones uh, until that deadline passes. CJ, we had a spirited conversation about an hour ago, a little less than that, 
about the Mets and the Padres and whether or not there is blame that can be that can be that can be um, that can be assigned to, to, mm-hmm. the, to those front offices and, and, and the Padres in particular. The, the point someone here on the show made was everybody in baseball would have gone for Juan Soto. That it hasn't worked out over the last last twelve months doesn't change the fact that it was a no brainer. On the other hand, they're, they're two what two of the three highest payrolls. They have been not awful, but certainly disappointing from your perspective a guy that played for a long time and has been an analyst for a long time what's the proper assessment of of the Mets and Padres and the job that they've done this year and what things look like going forward so I'd say this I think big picture it goes back to as much as it's fun to watch your team spend money uh, getting the right guys in there whether it's the right time of their career right chemistry guys I mean I'd even throw the White Sox in that category I know it's a little bit different on total payroll but they, they've spent and they've put together what looks like great rosters on paper and have not been able to get it together and contend and it's been fascinating to watch the Mets in particular just because they were in record territory with the money they were spending Mets fans were feeling like it's our time right we're no longer the little brother to the New York Yankees uh, we actually have the more aggressive owner we have uh, the owner who's got more money and he's a diehard Met fan and he's going to do whatever he has to do and it's gone sour pretty quickly right I mean the fact that they have struggled as much as they have have has been shocking quite honestly like I liked when they brought in Marte I liked when they brought in uh, Mark Canna I, I was a little you know lukewarm on how much they had to spend to get the top of the rotation that they did in Scherzer and Verlander not that we didn't like them as pitchers of course you do but that was some huge money how could you make that work and now the Rangers have made it work at a much more affordable uh, price for the rest of this year and next year uh, with Max Scherzer and so maybe the expectations were a little bit uh, too high you know chemistry is something that's really hard to put your finger on uh, but something just didn't seem right and you have some guys that they gave a lot of money to Francisco Lindor is an example that have not lived up to the expectations while they're in their prime years and so whether they go full reset um something close to it is probably going to happen if they were to do that if they realize that 24 is not going to be a competitive year and both Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander I think are seeing that and have kind of commented on it in you know general terms then you have to think about moving a guy like Pete Alonso you know Pete Alonso's got a year left after this year and they still haven't gotten him locked up it's got some pretty good value um, if you're going to go into a reset, you go into a reset. But it feels like such a disaster when you've had that big of a payroll and you're looking up right now at everybody else and realizing it's time to sell, it's time to subtract. Uh, we're six games out of a wild card. We'd have to leapfrog four teams to get there anyway. The Padres are right there. The Padres are only a game ahead of the New York Mets when you look at uh, the wild card. I think with them, though, I think they actually have a chance. You know, I looked at Josh Hader. I looked at Blake Snell like everybody else, guys that are going to be free agents at the end of the year, and maybe they should be thinking about trading those guys. Well, I just watched a three-game series, and they swept the uh, Texas Rangers, and you look down, you see all this talent pretty much everywhere. Lineup, defense, starting pitching, bullpen's good. I know maybe they feel it's a little light, but they just got Suarez back. Uh, That's a big add for them, uh, getting him healthy. It's a really good team on paper. Like, not much has changed. And before the season started, it's like, this team's going to be in the World Series. Like, they have a legitimate chance to be in the World Series. I thought the Blue Jays could be there right with them on the other side. And these two teams are fighting um, to get there right now. So I actually like the move. I think it's smart for for the Padres to go ahead and stand pat and run with your group. Um, because it, it's crazy. Like I know you're in Southern California. They're selling out every night. They've already set a record for sellouts. They did it before the All-Star break, which was wild. And they have an owner who you know, realizes, I can't take it with me. So we're going to continue to go for this. It's not going to be perfect, you know, safe, responsible business practices. We're trying to win. This is my sports team. This is fun. And so while it's been somewhat of a disappointment, uh, I'll be interested to see where they're at the, at the very end. I think they're going to be close and knocking on the door of a wild card spot. 
And the Philadelphia Phillies can tell you exactly how that works. Last wild card team to get in last year, and they made it to the World Series and eventually lost to the Astros in six games. Great call. C.J. Nikowski here on the show. C.J., before you and I met each other at, at Fox Sports 1, I was a, for a long time a newspaper writer in Kansas City, and I wrote about everything, and I, I covered spring training and was around the Royals. I wasn't a beat writer. wasn't one of the guys like Bob Dutton that did it every day. But I, I really liked the Royals, but they were awful in my time there. Dayton Moore had a – I mean, it was a long-term five, six, seven-year teardown plan. But for guys like me who wrote about the, the, the minor league, the guys in Omaha and, and that system, we sort of knew there was some talent years ago coming through, and they made a couple World Series. They won one. But it's a long-term painful process. When you look today, at, I think about that when I think about the Orioles and to, I guess, a degree the Reds or the Baltimore's bad for, for so long. Is that a, a reasonable model for some teams, for some markets in the, in the modern game to just accept the idea of being bad for a long time to build a farm system? If you can do it right and develop your guys and do what Baltimore's doing, even if it takes years and years of pain to get there. It all depends on your market and their tolerance level. I mean, the Cubs did it, right? I know you're a Cub fan. They went through it, and that was pretty brutal, I know, for fans. But they came out on the other side with a world championship, and it worked out well. Part of that also means sometimes you've got to leave a mess behind on the back end, right, depending on where you go. I mean, even using the Royals as an example, and, yeah. they, and they have this great run, and they say, you know what, we're going to do something we've never done before and give Alex Gordon a really big contract. And then that ended up being kind of a, you know, something that slowed them down in an anchor for a little while. And, and Salvador Perez is a guy who they've given a bigger contract to, and they've gone in the other direction. They love having him there because you know, he's a franchise guy. But you know, kind of going back to your question, I, I think it all, it all depends. Are the New York Mets fans going to be up for that right now? No chance. They're going to make it miserable. And if you're going to do it, you better do it right. And you even need a little bit of luck on your side. I mean, that's the other part of it. You know, the Houston Astros are a team that fell into that, right? They lost 100 games three years in a row. The three draft picks that they got first overall, only one worked out. It was Carlos Correa, right? The other two did not. One didn't sign because of a, they didn't like the medicals. And then the other guy, Mark Appel, just couldn't get it going and was out of baseball, and, and they didn't have nearly the luck or the success that the Orioles have had. Like the Orioles with their first picks, it's going really well, and their high draft picks. The Tigers, for the most part, they've done okay after years of losing and getting high draft picks. Um, and looks like they got some usable. I know some guys have injuries, but I think it's okay. We'll see another year or two where they really are. Um, you got to have a, a you know tolerant uh, market for it, and you're going to have to get a little bit lucky uh, in the process. Now I say that about the Astros. The top picks didn't go great, but some other ones did. You know Kyle Tucker, uh, Alex Bregman, guys that they were not number one overall picks, but certainly their own guys, and they've done a great job developing pitching. Uh, but the Orioles right now are probably the envy of the league. I know people will talk about the Rays at times being the envy of the league. The Guardians do a great job developing pitching at the minor league level. Like There's a lot goes on in the player development process. Um, but it, the thing that stinks about it is if you miss and it doesn't work out and Adley Rutschman turns out to be a dud or Gunnar Henderson doesn't develop the way you thought he could or you know we'll see on Jackson Holiday, he's the best prospect in baseball right now, all guys with – um, the Orioles, then it's like, man, what do we do? Because there's plenty of first-round picks that don't get it done, especially when you're talking first, second, third pick when you're a bad team and you're losing over 100 games. So it's not an automatic, um, and you got to have an ownership group that's on board and is willing to let you see it through, and then you got to make sure you got the right people in place, and then you keep your fingers crossed that everyone develops the way you think they will. CJ, dude, you are so good at this. I love having you on. Appreciate you, buddy. And hope uh, just so you can watch some great baseball, the Rangers keep on winning the rest of the way. Now, didn't you're welcome. And didn't we say at the beginning of the year when I told you maybe the Cubs could find a sneaky way to get there? You and, did? You know, you were encouraged by it. They felt, I think they're going to fall a little bit short. Stroman's got to get it together. But every time I look at them and I see them close, I think of you and I'm like, oh, man. I, and I think of me because I want to be right. But I don't think I'm going to be. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I think they're going to be short. 
at least it's more fun. Like like it not yeah. being humiliated as a as a Cubs fan is its own kind of victory. To be yeah. honest with you, you know they're close. They're close, and yeah. I think of you too because I I I thought you were just blowing sunshine <laughs> up my you know what, but nope, it's it's real. They're yeah. they're on the right track, pal. I hope so, for your sake. I get a lot wrong. Don't get me wrong. I definitely <laughs> mess up. That one's right. If I get one right, I want. Hey, hey, I had that one. You know, <laughs> hey, I'm the same way. You yeah. got to, you got to, you got to pat the old back sometimes. That's right. Thank you, All buddy. Brother. Yeah, All brother, right, be good. You. All right, CJ Nikowski, great, great guy, by the way. At CJ Nikowski on uh, on Twitter, longtime major leaguer. My, fa- I, I, I was gonna slip into the conversation, but his info was too good. I don't want to. I didn't want to interrupt him. It used to be on his Twitter that he is the Mets career earned run average leader, minimum five and two thirds innings. <laughs> he was there for like four <laughs> games. He's great, man. What a great guy. He's fantastic. He's hard to book because he's so busy. The guy's doing games every night. It's nice of him to make time. He's doing games. He's got his own show. He's traveling. He's uh, he's big time. Dude, do, being an analyst of a Major League Baseball team where you're doing 162 games, and that doesn't include, obviously, preseason and, and if, if you're good enough for postseason – and then doing a five-day-a-week radio show, that dude is grinding. That guy is working. Tom, you could learn a thing from him. No, I'm just kidding, bro. I try to do the opposite. Oh, I meant to ask him whether he would consider you a Ken doll. Oh, I'm glad we didn't get to that. Has he met you? Uh, in person, yes, I have met CJ. So he would know. Yeah, I think I know what his response would be. Are you wearing pink pants, too? Uh, no, I'm wearing going... jeans. Denim jeans. Yeah. Oh, denim, all fancy in the city. Tom <laughs> Kendall De Celestino, the bristler. All right, let's uh how's buy or sell today? I know we got a little US women's national team, I know we got some some football. What are we gonna bristle about later? Uh it's a knockoff, like the the Cal doll. Not Ken, but Cal. Oh, it's buy and sell. <laughs> yes, all right. yes. Got it. It's coming up next here on CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. He's Bill Ryder and people can't stop listening. This is your thing. You have strong opinions on things you've never actually experienced and don't know what you're talking yeah, about. I have a lack of experience, so there's only certain things I can talk about. If you want to talk about the things I've experienced, the show would be like 30 seconds long. <laughs> yeah, you are the engine that drives this. I hope that came through in the BSM <laughs> interview. It's Writer Than You with Bill Ryder. <laughs> Welcome back into the show. It's me. It's Bogus. It's uh, the Bristler. It looks like Ken with his pink Barbie shirt today. It's all happening and... This portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck in a timeshare and want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. All right, Bill, let's start it off where we always do in the NFL. Bill's safety, DeMar Hamlin, was back in pads at practice yesterday for the very first time since suffering cardiac arrest against the Bengals back in January. DeMar Hamlin spoke about what it felt like. Man, this is a football. You can't, you can't hit that field with no hesitation. You know what I'm saying? You're putting yourself in more danger by doing that. So, you know what I mean? Like I said, I made the choice to play, you know, but... I'm processing a thousand emotions, you know. I'm not afraid to say that, I, um, you know, it, it crosses my mind of, you know, being a little scared, you know, here and there. But, you know, like I say, my, my, my strength is rooted in my faith, and my faith is stronger than any fear. And, you know, so that's, that's, what, I, that's what I want to preach up here, and that's the message I want to spread onto the world, that, you know, as long as your faith is stronger than your fears, you can get through anything. And so that's, that's what I'm living by right now. Bill, buy or sell, you'll be uneasy watching DeMar Hamlin play this season. I mean, I was uneasy listening to talk about, yeah, bye. Bye. I don't, there's not any other way to sort of experience his return, is there? I don't think there is. I don't know how anyone won't have those lasting images of him laying on the field when they see him play this year. Like, it's going to take a long time for me not to be uneasy watching him play. See, I don't, um, not that I won't be uneasy, but there is, like, solace in this to me that what happened to him is a one in a billion chance so for it to happen again seems preposterous I think we've even discussed this like it's like if you get bit by a shark do you never swim again or do you swim always because you survived it like he never swim never swim again so I I, I, don't, I don't know like there's a there's a weird little bit of calm in here that this was just bad luck it, he doesn't have anything wrong with him for, so to have bad luck again seems nearly impossible. I mean, for him to admit that he's scared, how am I not yeah. supposed to be scared? No, I get that. I think what, what Tom and I are, are, are grappling with, Andrew, is this thing called human empathy. <laughs> just, and I found some of it. Yeah, you did. Finally. I. By the way, did you know, you brought up shark attacks, that if you get, if you get killed by a bear, they eat you alive? What do you mean? Like, they're, it's guaranteed? I don't... Apparently, that's a big... Uh, grizzly, uh, grizzly bears, at least. They, they, they... Unless you, like, get knocked out in the mauling, they just eat you. I didn't know That's this. how like, they kill you. While you're... I guess, like, the grizzly man... Have you guys seen... I, I don't want to watch the doc, but I guess he recorded his own... It was just an hour of agony. Yeah, no thanks. 
Shark attacks and too bears. much for me. Too much. P.S. I can't believe the Bristler didn't ask a buy or sell question where you had to say buy. Like that you to pick sell would have been a really heartless thing. You could have really put Bill in a tough spot. There. Uh, I mean, you tried. You no, tried I didn't. I'm saying, you I'm you so- did make a face like, why are we talking? It's fine. Give me a beer. No, listen, I, the, for my first sentence was, of course, it's uneasy, but I do have a little solace in the fact that he's not playing with a condition that he's hoping doesn't have. He's not Tua. Like, I'm more nervous to watch Tua play You're than DeMar than, Hamlin. Wow. Yes. See, I'm still, I'm, I'm more uneasy your, watching DeMar Hamlin. To your point. And I get if, what you're saying. I understand it. No, I do too. But I'm going to use your analogy. If someone I know, right, because we all watched. Someone I, if I was on the beach and a, a guy that I kind of know had gone into the water and been mauled by a shark and survived, and I was at the beach again, and I saw him, like, trot on down with his scarred leg to get back in the water, I would be nervous, even if I don't think a shark's going to eat him a second time. I just, just the memory of it. Yeah, and I and if DeMar Hamlin was my friend, I would, I might even talk with him about not playing again. But if, if the question specifically is, am I going to be nervous every time he gets hit? Yes, but not as much, if we're now inserting the Tua com- you know, comparison, Tua getting thrown down to the ground is going to make me nervous more than DeMar Hamlin playing safety for the Bills. They, I mean, to be fair, they both make me pretty nervous. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I, I, can, I can 100% relate to that. All right, Bill, let's keep things in the NFL here. After suffering a torn ACL in training camp last year that cost him the entire 2022 season, Broncos wide receiver Tim Patrick suffered a torn Achilles yesterday. And he's now done for this season as well. Patrick caught over 50 passes in both 2020 and 2021 and had 11 total touchdowns in that span. Bill, my question to you, buy or sell Tim Patrick is a big loss for Russell Wilson as Russ tries to bounce back this season. I'll buy. Uh, buy. Look, I, I think any, I think any hiccup or concern or loss is, I don't think the margins are high. This isn't even Aaron Rodgers as a Jet or, or Tom Brady back in the day. I mean, this guy was broken. And the question of whether he's fixable, I think, is remains very much an open one. I am stunned that you bought that one. I wrote that question thinking there was no way you would buy that. I mean, we're talking about Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick is what's going to help Russell Wilson? I just think ever. I think, I think Russell Wilson might be washed. And in that respect, I think it all matters. If Russ needs Tim Patrick, then, then I'm with you. He's already washed, let, and, and nothing's going to save him. Let me ask you a buy or sell question. Because... Skipper Tim Page tweets, where does Oregon go? And I was thinking about this. Buy or sell, you think Oregon ends up in the Big Ten eventually? Buy. Really? Yeah. They're, they're an attractive school. They're the biggest in that section of the country, obviously the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, they have they have some appeal. I'm not they're not as appealing as USC, but they have appeal for sure. Are they more appealing than Colorado? Yes. 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 Right now, sure. Dion. If Dion rattles off two, three consecutive winning seasons, I don't know. What I, I don't, don't know, know are TV markets, though. I mean, I, I mean, like, because like, like that is such a significant thing that it is not necessarily connected to success or ratings or what you know your TV partners think of having that market on demand. Yeah, but Dan Lanning can say what he said because Oregon's better than Colorado. That's true. Oregon's the most important thing left in the in the Pac-12. That's true. They could basically call their shot. They can go, okay, we're leaving. If whatever is told to them today sucks, and they go, we're leaving, they decide where they go next. 
I'm sure this has been discussed. We haven't discussed it. If it was hard before for the Pac-12 to get enough respect (laughs) to be competitive, and I know there's an expanded playoff, but still. But that's what's crazy. What about now? Yeah, no, they're done. It's over. For this season, like, while they still have UCLA and USC, the Pac-12 this college football season is going to be incredibly competitive. There are a lot of good teams. I get it. It's a one-year thing, and it's totally done after this year. The Pac-12 top to bottom after the SEC is the best conference in college football this year. It doesn't mean it, a lot because after this year, it's it's totally blown up. But there's going to be really good football in the Pac-12 this year. It's going to be an absolute joke. It's going to be... It's not going to exist. No, it's not going to exist. And that's too bad because I secretly really like the CW. And there's a lot of good stuff. <laughs> I think we found out we all do. Yeah, but it's... if I'm in charge of one of those schools and those are the first letters out of George Klyovkov's mouth today, I'm packing <laughs> up my trapper keeper and I'm leaving. It's, it's, you're right. He doesn't even finish the presentation. The CW, which launched Smallville, you're just <laughs> upping your out. Get me Sankey. You're just yelling out <laughs> other commissioners' names. Oh, that made me laugh. All right, let's keep things with college football here. Nebraska has suspended their second leading tackler from last season, Miles Farmer, indefinitely for reasons that are unknown. All new head coach Matt Rule said on the matter was that Farmer failed to adhere to team standards. Now, the Cornhuskers, Bill, have not had a winning season since 2016. Buy or sell, you expect Matt Rule to struggle to find his way in his first year at Lincoln. I mean, doesn't everything suggest that it is not an easy path to tread being the head coach at Nebraska? What does struggle mean? Is 500 a success? No, I don't think it has to be. I think you can see, like, stepping stone process of, hey, like, he changed the culture. Maybe they're doing a little bit better in recruiting. They were in some games where they ultimately lost, but, you know, in recent years would have gotten blown out. Like, I don't think this first year necessarily... There's a number on a certain amount of wins. How many games do they have to win for me to sell the idea they're gonna they struggle? Four. Like they're they're gonna be bad this year. But do you take? Like, but that is a struggle. That. But I think if he changes the culture, like they've been so bad. You wrote the question. So then why don't you write the question as <laughs> buy or sell? Even if they struggle, we'll see signs of progress. That's a different. Yeah. Well, buy or sell. You expect Matt Rule to struggle to find his way. Oh, I can't. got it. Sorry. I don't think there's a certain number on it. Like, I think you can watch a couple of Nebraska games this year and have, like, a sense of if Matt Rule knows what he's doing or if he's going to find his way. Well, this is him finding his way. New coaches love to do this. They I would prefer guys not misbehave, but they also like making examples of people to set the tone of the culture. So here is Matt Rule finding his way. Speaking of culture and college football. Oh, we- I-, I didn't answer. Okay, that's good. Oh, uh, no, 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 go, go on. Did go you on. push a buy or sell button? Um, it's not buy and sell. Uh, I can't. I'm going to sell that I pushed a button. Sell. Mm. All right. Both. Let's Schwarzy this thing. All right. I got a, nothing. <laughs> is that a bit? Sell. Mm. All right. As I said, let's keep it with culture within college football. Mm. Northwestern is hiring veteran coach Skip Holtz as a special assistant to the head coach for next season only. Holtz is being brought in to be a veteran resource to interim head coach David Braun after Pat Fitzgerald, as we know, was fired. Now, Holtz has been a college head coach at Louisiana Tech, South Florida, Eastern Carolina, and UConn. 
Bill, buy or sell that Northwestern football should have an entirely new coaching staff this season from last year. Oh, man. So you want me to fire everybody? They're all... I think it's a buy. I think it's a total restart. Bye. I don't get how any of them still have jobs. And yeah, I know we, I have to, we, we have to prove who knew what. I, I, I don't get it. I think it's a total, absolute reset. And it will be. I, I think the problem was the timing. But don't you yeah. think we, we're, we're piling on Northwestern even more for not realizing, like, the timing is now? Um, I, <sighs> I get it. Legal process, it has to play out. Right. And, again... Maybe one or two people that we that they have confidence in that actually saw these things happening or participating individually losing their job, but to fire everyone at, creates a new problem of actually having a football team, which they have to have. So you fire the lead guy, and then after this year, everybody goes. I don't want to shortchange you there, Bill. I don't want to you know move on too quickly. No, no, no! I look, dude. I, I can't stop staring at the pink shirt, and I, I. It's salmon. It. I don't. Know my, it's a salmon shirt. Team seafood. It looks good. I mean, it. Uh, this is. It's a. It's one of the. It's one of the Father's Day shirts. It's one of the shirts. It's a good-looking shirt, honey, man. Like. Like it just the, the cut of the shirt is strong. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> no, I'm laughing at because he keeps defending it. It's salmon. Uh, the color salmon can be described as a range of colors from salmon pink or light pink to more pinkish orange. So you can't get away from the pink designation by saying it's salmon. All right. On that note, sucker. Sucker. The United States. The United States (laughs) women's national team has advanced to the knockout stage. By the way, just keep having your conversation. It's fine. To the knockout stage yeah, of the dude, World, lunch today. <laughs> the World I mean, Cup. I mean, he started reading a question in the middle of us talking, so it has <laughs> yeah. our fault for interrupting. Amazing. Can you imagine the fights this guy has with his wife? <laughs> I don't think he even talks to her. She, he, he just knows better. Things, I don't even think like, you have to imagine. Like, you know Please them. don't do that. And he's you, like, why are we, do a fight with me. <laughs> you know the fights. <laughs> you know the fights. I get it. They're, they're, I think you're overestimating your mother-in-law's support of you on this show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bill. The United States women's national team has advanced to the knockout stage of the World Cup, but barely. Their draw with Portugal earlier this morning was good enough, but it was almost a loss as Portugal hit the post in the 90th minute. The U.S. was the favorite to win the World Cup before it started, but has struggled in their last two matches, drawing with the Netherlands as well prior to Portugal. Bill, buy or sell, you think that the United States women's national team can turn things around? Sell. I... I've seen so. all of their matches in the World Cup. They have played very poorly. They they don't look particularly dynamic. They're not particularly well coached. Not impressive. Um, Bogus, buy or sell, you want me to ask Tom a soccer question? Uh, always buy. Buy. Diesel. Just explain to me the Dembele situation real quick. Oh, you know, we don't have enough time in segment right now. Just give me a quick... I don't even kind of know what you're talking about. Is Dembele a person, a team, a city? That's a great question. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to go with that it is a person. Okay. Okay. All right. What does that person do? Um, It is a person who owns a soccer team. 
Mm. Any more? Used to own a soccer team. Uh, uh, Bogus, buy or sell that you think Barcelona should be happy that Dembele, their mercurial right winger who's always injured, is leaving for PSG and making the financial fair play a little bit easier despite his absence as the cornerstone of Xavi's project. So... Yes, that's good news for them. So that's a buy, right? Yeah. Okay. I think it's good news too. Yeah. Buy. Okay. Just making sure I understood the alive. wording of your question. Buy. I was just trying to really show Tom. What yeah, was I was just you know I put it in layman's terms. I basically said the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Had him as co-owner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Tommy. All right, Bill. Let's squeeze in one Talk last to me. one here. Hoops. Okay. Hoopier than thou. Jimmy Hoop. Butler has put together yeah. a promo for Ooh, his basketball context. camp. Later this month, in which if you're willing to pay $699, you can play Jimmy Butler one-on-one. Wow. While the camp is only for kids ages 7 to 18, the one-on-one promo is open to both campers and their parents. (laughs) Buy or sell, this is a bad look for Jimmy Butler. Well, I mean, buy, but buy buy or sell, Bogus. You're willing to kick in two hundred. If you kick in two hundred bucks, if you kick in a hundred dollars, no. If you kick in one hundred and fifty dollars, I would kick in the rest. If we could get Tom there. Get me to uh, South Beach at, yes. at the end of Bye. August. It's the very end of August. It's two days. Get me there. I'll do it. For seven hundred bucks, do you think you get one one on one, or do you think you play to five or something? I would hope it's you know. Uh, you know, first to 11, first to seven, like something. Yeah, it can't be like one time you dribble, he strips you, and he goes, give me my 700 bucks. It's got to have some length, that game. Like even, I don't know, a best two out of three to seven. Buy or sell, Jimmy Butler's an American hero because of this and the fact he's dating Shakira. Buy. Buy. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and I'm all in on, on this idea. If it gets us videos of him just clowning people yeah. and taking their money... I'm in. This is an idea that I would go to our boss, Spike Eskin, and pitch. I'm all about this. You guys want to send, you guys want to send me to Miami and play Jimmy Butler one on one? If he will if he will pay for the airfare and the and like the hotel and stuff, the travel, I will I will pay for your buy-in. Done. If we can record it. Done. Uh. I'll bring Gallo with me. <laughs> That's your choice. <laughs> That's, that guy's a talker. All right. Every time I'm in New York, Gallo comes over to talk, and Tom just rolls his eyes. <laughs> I love Gallo. I do, too. Anthony Gallo. Um, that was a great talk, Tisa. You crushed it. Can you just push by just because you and your Bye. Uh, pink Barbie shirt deserve a little a little, a little, little support? I love that you're leaning into the, into the pop culture. It's amazing. We are going to try to hear from Lamar Jackson here on the show after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Would you like to hear how you know it's sort of a slow time of year? In the sports world, I'll tell you. The Defensive Player of the Week is sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union, who proudly serves the Armed Forces DOD veterans and their families. Their members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. The Arizona Diamondbacks, as a team, haven't made an air in over a week and lead all of Major League Baseball with a 99% fielding percentage. Arizona's tied for the last wild card spot in the NL and in the NL and they're the they're the defensive player of the week, Tom. The Diamondbacks. I appreciate you bringing that to my attention. I didn't know that. The Arizona Diamondbacks, everybody. Defensive player of the week. What's wrong with that? Nothing. I mean, who doesn't crave and yearn to know how the Diamondbacks' fielding is going? I do. Well, whoever did, now they don't have to crave anymore. Can you forward me a YouTube clip of their Defensive Player of the Week heroics? (laughs) You got it. No problem. And he fields the grounder cleanly. That's Defensive Player of the Week stuff right there. In other news... Amazing, bro. It's great stuff. Uh, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is not particularly defensive about the doubts that are out there, given the Ravens' uncertainty or supposed uncertainty. Here's Lamar Jackson pretending that there's no pressure this year for him and his team. I'm cool with people not talking about us. You know, I like to be under the radar when we plan out down that field. You know, because I feel like once once you get hyped, it's a target on your back. You know, everyone wants to beat you, and every time we out there on the field. The team give us their best shot. So it's like, um, I'd rather just keep it low-key with us and just go out there and play football when the time, when the time comes. Can, can I tell you that um, what I hear here, and this is probably unfair, but my brain goes to, wait, you don't like the pressure? Is that why when you guys were 14-2 and two, you couldn't win playoff games? Is that why you've not had postseason success? I, I just, maybe they're under the radar. Maybe they're not. I, I don't know. The AFC is really good and really interesting, and they're not a top storyline, but they gave him a bunch of money. He was difficult in looking out for his own interests. He hasn't won in any way that fits his talent and his contract in the playoffs. I don't like hearing a guy say, oh, thank God people aren't paying attention. It's hard when they're gunning for you. To me, it's just a warning sign, not a huge one. 
Not a defensive player of the week, you know, level problem like with, you know, teams playing the Diamondbacks. But I love it. Do you want to know why they're under the radar? Talk to me. Because they're not as good as the Bengals in their own division. That's why they're under the radar. And he was air quotes there. They're not as good as Cincinnati. Lamar Jackson's not as good as Joe Burrow. He put up a stink this offseason. He came out looking pretty good. He got a five-year, $260 million deal. Still didn't hire an agent. So, like, I think he won. But they're under the radar because they're not as good. They may not be as good as the Dolphins, and they're certainly not as interesting. There's a lot of teams that I think are potentially better this year. And, oh, by the way, OBJ better work out in Baltimore. Because Lamar put up a stink to get OBJ to the Ravens. Big time X factor. Look, that's what I'm worried about the Diamondbacks. They're not under the radar anymore, defensively. What? They're the defensive player of the week, man. Like, people are gunning for him. They haven't made an error in over a week? I know. That's what I'm saying. Elite. They are elite defense. So if you're playing the Diamondbacks today or this week, it's just you're gunning for them. You know what I'm saying? You got to try and hit the long ball. Can't put it in play. Long ball. They field everything. Tommy, can you name seven players in the Diamondbacks? Don't worry about it. Seven? Don't worry about it. (laughs) Seven? Yeah. No, I can't name seven. I can't either. <laughs> seven? Can you name 15 players on the Major League <laughs> roster of the Oakland Athletics? Uh, I did trivia yesterday at this NBA summit we did over at CBS Sports. Like, all the NBA folks were on Zoom together for, for six or seven hours, and it was, it, was, it was really fun. And then we did a quiz. I told you trivia is my nightmare. There were trivia answers I knew the answer to, and I just couldn't. Oh, my God, it was terrible. Is it just like a nerves thing? Like, what happens to you? Because you know a lot of this stuff, if not all of this stuff. I don't know. It's very strange. It's not. I I, I don't. I don't get it. It's a great question because I can talk on the radio or whatever with my buddies or on TV and just pull facts. For example, do you know the Diamondbacks? So off the top of my head, are the defensive player of the week? Did you also know that this is a salmon-colored shirt that I'm wearing? How are teams defensive players of the week? Not the defensive team of the week. Team's not a player. It's a, it's a team. We're giving props to all of them. Shouldn't it be the defensive players of the week are all the Diamondbacks? And is it all the Diamondbacks? Did you know that uh, Patrick Mahomes used to drive the bus for Kansas City? <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's, a, that's a deep cut to this show back in... Was that when you were still listening to it before you got married? Uh, that is correct, yes. yes. When you just sat at home and listened to the show? Yes, and I just heard your laughter following that read. I couldn't get through those reads. I couldn't get through them. All right, fun show, good show. Thank you to CJ Nikowski. Thank you to our own Ken Barbie doll, the, the Bristler, Tommy DeCelestino. My name is Bill Ryder. Appreciate you. See you back here tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t